Hi, welcome to Dassault Systems podcast series on digitally transforming capital projects in the energy process and utilities industries. In this podcast entitled Best Practices for Successful Capital Projects, we discuss how to address the challenges associated with multi-year projects. I'm your host, Howie Markson, and with me is my colleague, Simon Huffato, a Dassault Systems industry consultant. Simon brings to the discussion his experience in the nuclear industry as an engineer and project manager, and more recently working directly with EPU companies on issues related to capital projects. Welcome, Simon. Let's get started. First, can you describe the types of projects we are talking about? The type of projects that we are talking about when we refer to capital projects are very large industrial assets. And we can take examples. It can be refineries, can be chemical plants, power plants, nuclear power plants or hydropower plants, for instance. But it can be as well what we call linear assets. It can be pipeline or transmission lines in the electric power industry. So that the scope of what we are talking about when we speak about capital projects. So what are the typical challenges that companies face during these projects? And and what factors make capital projects so much more challenging in the EPU industry? There is a famous study that was done a couple years ago uh, by the OECD, and it compares how productivity in the manufacturing industry has changed as compared to productivity in the construction industry. And the changes are very, very significant. If you take 1995 as a starting point for the study, you can see that the manufacturing productivity has increased by roughly 90%, almost doubled, whereas during the same period of time in the construction industry, it has increased by something like 10%. So in one case, over the last 20 years, manufacturing has doubled and construction has remained more or less constant. And that tells you the productivity gap that construction workers have as compared to manufacturing workers. And obviously, this has nothing to do or very little to do with the workers themselves. And it has everything to do or almost everything to do about how people work, processes, and what has been developed in the manufacturing industry and that has not been developed in the construction industry. And there are many elements we can bring to explain that specific change, one of them being the adoption of digital technologies. There are as well challenges that are really specific for the capital projects themselves. One of them is, for instance, the nature of the health and safety risks that are faced by the workers during these projects. Another one is as well around the regulation. Some of these projects can be highly regulated and the interfaces and the work that has to be done with the regulators and and the third-party bodies that may interact and control these construction activities and these large projects uh, can actually be very time-consuming. So that was very fascinating about the difference in productivity between manufacturing and construction. Uh, what What are some of the factors that make capital projects so much more challenging than in the EPU industry? There are many, many reasons that can explain these challenges. For example, when we are dealing with these complex projects, we are dealing with one-off 
activities on one-off projects. There are no twins of refineries. Each refinery is unique by itself. It's very rare to have two exactly identical nuclear power plants. Very often you have differences. So the, the, there is a uniqueness of the objects that are being built and the tasks on the field are themselves very unique. So when someone has to pour concrete to build a reinforced concrete wall, then this task is going to be in a, in a given way uh, unique and will not be exactly the one that will be done maybe three days or two weeks later on for pouring another concrete wall. So the uniqueness uh, is, is a big factor to explain the, the lack of productivity increase. And obviously everything evolves in a very complex world. Uh, the objects are complex and the organizations are uh, complex. Thanks, Simon. I can now understand why projects in this industry are so challenging. Can you pinpoint the common reason so many capital projects in EPU result in cost overruns and delays? One of them is the nature of the relation between stakeholders. You have in this industry traditional ways of contracting, uh, doing the contracts between organizations. And uh, in this approach, you have walls that prevents one company to talk in a free manner to another organization. And that prevents, let's say, this upstream collaboration that can help to facilitate a good understanding of a given project. And organization may have, as a result of that, different purposes. And it is difficult to elevate the success of the capital project itself as the key success criteria for all the organizations working on the capital projects. Companies and organizations will see their own world in the framework of the contracts they have. So finding a way to maybe change some of this contractual structure and at the same time uh, providing new ways of collaboration can really create this momentum for companies to share this common purpose uh, of success. Technology adoption in EPU seems to lag behind the other industries such as transportation and aerospace. Why is that? Obviously, people in engineering already are using a lot of technology and there is less improvements maybe to expect in comparison to where the manufacturing industry is. But obviously, for the execution itself, there is a lot of differences. And I would like to mention here a study by McKinsey, which is called Reinventing Construction Through Productivity Increase or Productivity Revolution, something like that. Uh, and I think they mention in their paper that about one third of the productivity increase that can be expected overall for the capital project industry actually comes from technology. And the rest, the two thirds, are coming for various smaller topics change in business processes around procurement, change on business processes on execution on sites, and so on. The main element that can drive this productivity increase is technology adoption. The reason why, I think your question was, why is there a difference between these industries? And we'll come back again on what we discussed earlier on the one-off uh, type of challenges. The fact is, a car is not a plant. A lot of the productivity increase that we have seen in the traditional manufacturing industries comes from the standardization. And it's very hard to bring standardization and modularity 
in construction. And that's, I think, one of the core reasons. You mentioned collaboration earlier. How important is it to success that the different disciplines involved in a capital project share information in a timely way? It's very critical. And maybe I can take a real-life example for that. So it's a sequence of events that happens uh, on a capital project. And so you have uh, activities, welding activities, that are taking place on the field. And there is the main contractor who is making a review of what the welders are currently doing. They see that there is a deviation. And that this deviation in the welding activities is going to require to have some repairs. So basically, they will need to redo some of the welding activity that was done during that day. Obviously, that information is super important. The review is done, and there is uh, some notes taken on paper by the main contractor. And when he goes back in his office, he puts the paper in um, some kind of a bin to be analyzed later. All the time that is spent by this paper just after the inspection and just after the review is actually time lost that will not be leveraged by the other teams to schedule the repairs or schedule other activities that depend on the readiness of this of this welding activity. And if you can find a way to get earlier the feedback that the welding activity was wrong, then you have better chances to reschedule other activities that depend on it. On the engineering side, it's critical as well. Typical example is if you decide that a given standard needs to be used uh, when you purchase a typical, let's say, a typical pump. The choice that you make as an engineering organization to go for a given standard needs to be communicated as soon as possible to other organizations that will be using uh, standards of that nature and will be critical for the purchasing activity. And if you do not communicate fast enough, then there is even a risk that an equipment might be procured on the wrong standard. Those are two really good examples of why it's important to be able to share that information quickly. It seems that, that much of best practices can be utilized from project to project. How are these best practices captured to ensure they're leveraged on the different projects? And what are some of the challenges in, in capturing those? You are right. I mentioned before that many of the projects are one-off. And they are one-off because the objects themselves, so the plants themselves, are unique. And because the nature of the activity is actually very unique as well. But when you take a step back... And when you look in a breakdown between people, process, technology, you realize that you are going to need typical sets of skills, that you are going to need similar processes from one project to the next, and maybe you are going to need similar technology from one project to the next. So maybe it's very hard today to do a standardization of the design, which is by the way, something that the industry should work on. But today, without addressing directly this topic, there are actually methodologies and best practices that can be enforced and can be replicated from one project to the next. Of course, a lot of that is around ways of collaborating. There are similar business processes that can be put in place, leveraging uh, digital technologies that can bring back a lot of the productivity we mentioned before. Once you have 
implementing the right technology, then you have the right tool sets around standardization, around modularity, around having a, a, a better integration of how you control your projects and how you develop your plans. All these higher level challenges can be addressed when you have built the foundation on how people, process, and technology can work better together. Were you describing some of the ways to sow systems can help EPU companies in your last answer? That's the system is really here to help build the foundation, build how people, process, and technology can work together in order to address the capital project challenges and make sure that we put in place the foundation to capture the description of these capital projects and to capture as well how people can work on them. That was great, Simon. Thank you and thanks to everyone listening today. Remember, by adopting best practices on your capital projects, you better manage complexity and risk to deliver on time and on budget. To find out more how Dassault Systems is helping energy, process, and utilities companies digitally transform, go to ifwe.3ds.com slash energy dash process dash utilities. Please enjoy listening to the other podcasts in our series on digitally transforming capital projects in the energy, process, and utilities industries.